Hello, welcome to the very first episode of Crowdsourced Stories. My name is Mark Myra, and um, I put together this very first episode. We're just going to see how this bad boy goes. So the, the concept of this is that we take a theme every week, and for this week it's going to be high school proms, which nobody's having because of the Rona out there. But uh, So we take high school proms as a prompt. We send it out to a bunch of funny and interesting people, and they, by themselves, separate from me, separate from everybody, record like uh, like five to ten minutes of story, song, whatever, on high school proms, and then we put it together in this podcast that we call Crowdsource Stories. So um, the, the theme for this episode, the very first episode, is high school proms. You can subscribe on Spotify. I think we're on... Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, just search Crowdsource Stories and then you can subscribe. And, uh, you know, the more people subscribe, the, the more of these we can do, more effort we can put into them. We got a lot of funny and interesting people on this uh, Crowdsource Stories for high school proms. Talking to you about high school proms, we have Kyle Erf. Short Swords. He's a game developer and comedy writer out of New York City. He writes for Hard Drive. He made a video ga- game called Dodo Peak. Which is insane, just that he made a video game. Just seems very hard to do. Also, in this crowdsource stories, we have Dalton Castle. I don't want to leave. I paid money to be here. Pro wrestler, former Ring of Honor world champion, Dalton Castle. We also have Shane Allen. He would meet you in a grocery store parking lot and open up his trunk. He's the creator of the Inner Loop blog. Um, he's the co-host of the Gentleman's Club on 94.1 The Zone in Rochester, New York. Um, and also we have Kristen Van Nast. We all had, quote, fake money that we could use to kind of gamble. She's a BuzzFeed comedian, lead actress on the Chunky Zeta. You can stream that on Amazon Prime. Check that out. Also read her essays in Satire and McSweeney's Weekly Humorist and Slackjaw. And uh, just search Kristen Van Nast on Twitter and Instagram. You do that as well. And uh, I'm Mark Myra. Not only am I the cutest boy in town, but I write for Hard Times. I write for Hard Drive as well. And um, with Shane Allen, I co-host the Gentleman's Club on 94.1 The Zone. So, yeah, let's just get into this Mamba Jamba. We're doing high school prom. And, uh, yeah, this is Crowdsource Stories. Let's do it. The very first one. So my prom story starts with my girlfriend at the time, giving me the the worst haircut that I had ever gotten. She she was like, we had prom that week, right? It was, it was her prom. And she's like, oh, so you got to get a haircut, right? I'm going to give you a haircut. Um, and I don't know if you know anything about like uh, 16-year-old girls. They don't know how to cut your hair. That's not like, not their skill set, you know? So she didn't know she didn't know what she was doing. And for her, it was just like her goal was just to make my hair shorter, which, again, I don't know anything about hair hair cutting, but I feel like you make certain hairs shorter than other hairs in different areas. You know, isn't there like a fade or something? So so she gave me like a really bad haircut, but she got she got like a hundred and twenty dollar haircut. You know what I mean? Like like she got it dyed. And then she put her head in that big bowl thing that dries it or something that the old ladies use. And her mom spent, like, her haircut cost more than my tux 
type of a thing. So her haircut was like as good as a rented tux. Even some might say even better if we're going price wise. While I had the worst haircut, like I could have gone and gotten a $15 haircut and at least looked like that. But I got a free haircut from a high school girl that didn't know how to cut hairs. All right. And looking back on it, I realized why she did it. See, she was, um, she was cheating on me. She was cheating on me like all the time. She lo- she like loved cheating on me. It wasn't even, it wasn't even um, that it was like, oh, it was a mistake, you know, in the, <laughs> in a high school throws love, you know, I'm sorry. No, it was, it was like sport, you know, and she was great at it. Like she did this thing where she'd, she'd fuck all my friends. Dating her was like a group activity with all my friends, right? So she gave me a, she gave me a haircut that was bad because uh, so I'd look I'd look bad, right? And she'd look really good. So by comparison, people would think she'd look good, and then she'd have more opportunities to fuck all my friends. Hello, my name's Shane Allen, and this would be my prom story. Let me take you back to the year 2006. A confusing time for love, to say the least. Lance Bass had just come out as gay, so all the girls in my graduating class were uh, very, very confused, uh, and they couldn't trust anybody anymore. Also, Brittany and and Kevin Federline had uh, divorced. So all of us in America, nay the world, were wondering if love could even exist. Right? If Brit and K-Fed couldn't work it out, how could uh, any of us possibly find love? But despite it all, I decided I was going to shoot my shot. I was—I decided I need to find me some love. It's 2006, the Da Vinci Code's rocking the movie theaters, and I want to rock a lady's undergarments. So I had been crushing on this girl, and for the sake of the story, let's call her Ashley. Uh, that seems like it's fitting. It's a white girl's name. Uh, I grew. Uh, I was going to school in a town called Webster, suburb of Rochester, and it's the whitest place on earth. Do you know that scene in Lord of the Rings where uh, they're just pulling orcs out of the mud? That's how Webster is with whites. Uh, you just reach into a jar of mayonnaise at the local grocery store and just pull them out, and then they are. You got a full, full-grown white. And they have a 401k already. So I grew up in New Canaan, Connecticut, one of the wealthiest towns, suburban towns just outside New York City. And uh, my family wasn't personally wealthy. We lived in a tiny apartment, but we moved to that town, New Canaan, Connecticut, so that we, my brother and I could go to the good public school system there. So I grew up lower to middle class, let's say, surrounded by the wealthiest of the wealthiest Americans. Now, first off, I should say, the year before us, they ruined everything. In middle school, normally, we had a whole field trip, and you go down to Washington, D.C., and you see all the sights, uh, but they got drunk on that trip in middle school. Hey, Dad! I like beer! And so that trip got ruined. My class never got to go on it. And the same thing happened basically with prom. They got so blackout that they, you know, I think someone was caught drunk driving, like the whole shebang. And so my year, we were breathalyzed when entering prom. And uh, afterwards, the parents all came together to stop us from basically drunk driving or getting someone pregnant. That's kind of their goals because they're parents. I did. I poured a drink for myself, hoping I get it nice, nice and loose-lipped. Uh, we're talking about proms, high school proms. Um, they are dumb. 
They're dumb because they 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 instill all these like ridiculous expectations. Because we grow up watching these movies, and they're about people in high school, and they go to these outrageously awesome parties. That's their prom, and everyone looks forward to it in these movies. It's the one night. We're all going to get laid. We're going to make so many memories. And now I, I here I am almost 15 years removed, and I don't really have amazing memories. And I went to a, a lot of proms. That sounds braggy, but I did. I went to three when I when I was still a student, and then I, I went to a couple after high school working as a photographer. And every single one of these are nothing like the movies. I don't know what kind of problems these movies are using as a, as a reference point, but none of it translated to my real life experience. Especially in my high school, prom isn't something that happens when you're a senior. It happens on your junior year. And then the following year, you have senior ball, which is exactly the same thing. It's two chances for you to waste a bunch of money and have your self-esteem hurt. Having that many events is really, it's oversaturating the prom experience. I remember by the time I was a senior, my parents were over it. I remember coming downstairs, dressed in my suit, and and my father looked at me and just goes, where are you going? And I go, it's it's my senior prom. And he went, oh, all right, well, let me get a picture of you. And that was it. That was our big send off. Yeah, she had a great haircut. I had a I had a, a bad haircut. But the prom I went to, I feel thankful for this. I think it was in like 2005, something like that, 2005. And basically, it was just uh, she told me like that she bought tickets, and then we went to prom, right? Where. I'm looking at the kid, the kids nowadays with these, this promposal stuff, like where you actually, you have to not only propose to somebody to go to prom, you got to have a three man camera crew, right? You have to have a seven minute long Bollywood dance sequence, right? You... (laughs) There's got to be doves. There's got to be emus, uh, giraffes. Like proposing for prom is an—it's like an industry now. I'm surprised it's not a reality TV show on MTV at this point. Um, so I, I really feel bad for for everybody that has to do the prom thing now. But mine was just she bought me a ticket, and there was like very few safari animals involved. Let's talk about Ashley. Me and her, we had this chemistry built up. We had been taking classes together. We had uh, study halls. I would just go to her study halls and skip class and just hang out with her. I like. I was crushing on this girl hard. Like we both really loved Atreyu, the band, and by that I mean I found out that she loved him. So I just started listening to him hardcore and pretending like I did. Got an emo cut because I figured she's an emo girl. Why not? my bangs didn't doesn't look good on a, a fat kid just had to throw that out there the emo look is really great for the skinnies not so great for the chubbies it just looks like i'm trying to grow my bangs out so they can extend down in my mouth so i can have a little snack to go via my hair any hoot so i muster up the courage to ask her and i am by courage i mean i did not ask her in person i do remember calling her on the phone 
And I remember my thought process of it because texting existed. And I was like, I was thinking about just texting her because that would have been super easy for me with my uh, social anxiety or whatever. But I was like, I can't. I have to call her because then she'll feel some type of at least social pressure to give me an answer then. And hopefully it would be a yes. And I remember that, which uh, in hindsight, it seems a little wimpy and kind of a cuck. And it explains a lot of my life now. But I did. I called her and she said Yes, guys. She said yes. I was elated. I was filled with butterflies. I was floating, baby. Floating. So this was about three months before prom. I'm just like, oh, I don't even care what happens in the school year. I'm just like, this is it, man. I I got Ashley. We're going to prom. In my mind, we had already had sex. Like It was just like, it was in the bag. It was in the bag. I was like doing push-ups every once in a while. Not a lot of them, but just to get ready. In my senior year, I wasn't, I wasn't dating anybody. I so I, I asked a friend if she wanted to go with me, and she politely said, no thank you, a boy that I actually like had asked me to go. So I had to respect that and try to act like I wasn't embarrassed until she countered with, hey, my cousin really wants to go. She's willing to pay for her own ticket. How about you bring her? I don't know if she saw the hesitation in my eyes, because then she followed up with more information that her cousin works at a strip club and is 20 years old. Instantly, uh, 18-year-old me was like, well, that's a great story. Let's do that. So I met this nice girl who, uh, who agreed to be my date and hang out with a bunch of high schoolers. And I, didn't even, I don't even know if she was actually a stripper. I just knew she worked at a strip club. I never asked because I knew if I didn't know the truth, I could always say, I brought a stripper to my prom. I'm not sure what that was going to get me in real life. I, maybe I could bring it up in job interviews and they would high-five me across the desk and be like, you're our CEO. That's never really worked out. Although, in fairness, I haven't tested it. So hopefully by the time this releases, I'll be the CEO of the Sham Wow Company. You'll be saying wow every time you use this towel. So she got the ticket. We go to prom. Um, it's, uh, it's built up in the movies where, you know, there's, uh, there's kisses and spiked punch and, you know, ushers there. And he's like, y'all remember that dance I taught you? All right, about now, we're going to do that dance I taught you. All right, show me now. We're like, oh yeah, Ush, we remember. And then we all like, we all do a, a synchronized dance together. But like, there was none of that. Like, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't learn the dance. And nobody there apparently learned the dance. We didn't do our homework, so it was it was fine. It kind of it kind of like gets you prepared for weddings. As you get older, and everybody's like getting married, and you have to go to a, a ton of weddings, and you just realize like 15 minutes in, you're like, oh, this is just chicken French, and the thong song. You know, this is just chicken, some lemon and butter slathered in there, and then uh, we're gonna go thong song it up. And I always say, whenever I talk about my prom, I always say that the thong song was played. But I guarantee you 100%, they did not play the thong song. No way were they like, here's a group of uh, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds. Uh, can we get that song about, uh, uh, about underwear that shoved up their assholes? You know that song about the underwear that makes you want to have sex? That one? So cut to about a month before prom. Uh, my mom's like, oh, you got to get a tux. You're going to prom. And I was like, oh, my God. I didn't even think of clothes, right? 
didn't even think of them. I was like, I'll just put on my dad's Bills jacket and throw on his Zubaz pants, and we'll just go and we'll we'll light up that dance floor together. Didn't think about it, but I, I messaged her and I was like, hey. Prom, right? That's a thing we said we were going to. And she's like, yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, what are you wearing? Because I want to, you know, match my uh, whatever the thing is that goes to a pocket square. And my maybe my bow tie. I'll match it to you. She's like, pink? And I was like, sweet. I rock a hot pink really well. I don't. But I, I was like, I'll go for it. So I got the tux, you know, put the deposit down. Got the fitting. Got the hot pink. Ready to go. Cut to a week before prom. Sitting in the cafeteria with everybody. Super pumped about it. You know, everybody's in the cafeteria. We're talking about what we're doing at prom, who we're bringing, who's banging, who, what's butt sex. We don't know anything. Uh, Everybody's talking about the parties afterwards, who's going where, whose house is open, who's got dead parents that left a bottle of liquor somewhere that is definitely watered down at this point, who can get beer somehow, which at the time, how you got alcohol, was there was a guy from the city who would come out to the suburbs and deliver beer. He was like the original Grubhub. By that, I mean he still upcharged the shit out of you. You To get a bottle of like $10 liquor, you'd have to scrounge up about $200 between you and your friends to get it from him. It was quite the service, though. He would, he would meet you at a grocery store parking lot and open up his trunk. It was, in you know, very, very much a crime. But that's how you got booze. So we were arranging that. We were arranging our parties. We had you know, our beer pong teams all picked out and all that shit. So I started talking to my best friend. Let's call him Kenton at the time, right? Kenton makes sense. Once again, very, very white town. And I was like, hey, dude, I haven't even asked you who you're going to prom with yet. I feel like a really bad friend. And he's like, oh, no worries. I'm going to prom with Ashley, actually. And I was like, oh, oh dude, that's funny because I'm going to prom with Ashley. And he said, no, dude, you're a funny. You're a funny guy. And I said, dude, you're hilarious. So who are you going to prom with? And he's like, Ashley. And I was like, oh, what? So we went back and forth for a little bit. Then we realized that Ashley had said yes to both of us. Both of us. Both of us. Really, Ashley? Really? Yep, that happened. Uh, So what we decided is that he was going to take her to prom. And I was going to stay home. And by we, I mean I decided it. Because as soon as I figured this whole spiel out, I was heartbroken, just destroyed. I was was in disrepair. I was listening to more Atreyu than ever for no reason. No reason to listen to Atreyu. And just a reminder, this is 2006. We were already heartbroken over that 70s show and Malcolm in the Middle being uh, having their last episodes. Right? How much more heartbreak could a man take? Life is unfair. So yeah, I just gave up. I was like, all right, you guys go to prom, you have a good time. I'll just come to the parties afterwards. I remember it all being just a big waste of money. Or maybe not a waste, because it was kind of fun to be with all your friends, but so expensive for no reason. We could have done this in anybody's backyard. I was smart enough to not rent a tuxedo or buy fancy clothes. I went to the the thrift store, bought myself a nice leisure suit, but that's the only money I saved because I remember you're you're obligated to arrive in a limo for some reason, as if the 15-minute car ride would be so hard to do in your Impreza. It's not even a comfortable limo either. Just a bunch of people get together 
and start recruiting folks to spend money on a limo. I was in a limo. I think it was 27 people. It was probably supposed to seat 12. I don't think any of these people were my friends. I was just a guy that had $75 to put towards this long car. And then we get to the building, and it's not at the school. For some reason, my high school viewed gymnasiums as unacceptable. So we had ours at the Rochester Convention Center. But again, it was nothing like the movies. It was just like a crappy wedding with some DJ playing the chicken dance and the electric slide. Oh, probably the Macarena. I feel like the Ma- no. No, cha-cha slide for sure was the big communist-style line dancing song at the time. And 50 Cent. Oh, my God. They were playing so much Fitty. And you know that's true because I pronounce it Fitty Cent. I grew up in northwest Arkansas. Uh, I went to my junior and senior proms. They they were pretty forgettable. I, I don't remember any real highlights we all just went to like the town's convention center and just kind of stood in a, a dark room uh one year they had a smoothie machine just all the smoothies you want they didn't stop you so that was kind of neat like a smoothie stand the only thing i really remember paying attention to uh during my proms was the music i think you know, Hollywood and TV, they lie to you. They give you all these false expectations that the Mighty Mighty Boston's are going to play your prom. And I hate to break it to you, but kids, that's not going to happen. What it really is is just like an adult man, just like a, a, just a DJ, I guess you'd call them. Just a professional DJ will DJ your prom. Um, like a 35 to 40-year-old dude in a headset, which... I think the older I get, the more I'm like, I could never do that job. Just like having to entertain hundreds of, of, not children, like teenagers, just the most vicious people in the galaxy. Like that sounds, that's like a literal nightmare. Imagine you wake up and then someone gives you like a pair of turntables and they're like, you have to entertain this room full of teenagers. Some of them are drunk. Uh, All of them are horny and none of them respect you. Go. But yeah, they just hire, it's it's like a person with a job. That's what they do. You know what? I kind of lied. I kind of like there was some uh, there was some choreographer choreography and dance moves in my prom. It wasn't uh, you know Usher didn't teach us, but my girlfriend at the time that that I went to prom with, she made me do one of those moves. Um, she like made me learn a move where I don't even know it's called. There's this dance move and like rockabilly people do it. <laughs> this is the best way I can describe it. Where like you whip the girl around your around your body like she's a hula hoop right like you kind of grab her underneath her arms you you whip her around grab her legs and then her like head is four inches from the ground and then she whips up i don't know i guess 16 year olds in the early 2000s thought that, that was a cool thing to do in front of all their friends so she, she thought it'd be a cool thing for us to learn and here's the thing i'm not great at dancing and also I'm very weak, so um, I'm not great at that move. Um, 
and uh, we didn't practice a lot, so we tried to do it, and I, I guess I whipped her around too slow, and she, her dress like flopped down, and so you could see her butt, and um, call back to Cisco, she was wearing a thong, and everybody saw the thong, and nobody thought it was cool, and it was just uh, people going, I saw your butt, so there's this cool thing in prom where I got to show everybody... My girlfriend at the time, I got to show, like, I got to show everybody what her butt looks like. From what I understand from their prom experience is that uh, Kenton and Ashley, they did go together, but Ashley just ditched Kenton at the prom to go and bang another dude who turns out was her boyfriend at the time, which I had no idea that that was a thing. He, there's, we could not compete. At all, whatsoever. He was like two grades older than us. He had, probably had a long, long wiener. He uh, he had a van. He was like a vegan before it was cool. I think he was like an amateur skateboarder. Like there was there was no hope for me or Kenton uh, with Ashley that night. Uh, but either way, went to the the parties afterwards. Got blackout drunk. I think somebody sat on my lap at some point, so I consider that losing my virginity. And then, you know, we just enjoyed the, the rest of 2006. I mean, we had so much to look forward to. Howard Stern had just come to Sirius. It's one thing if a broad uses her pinky or something on you. You're talking about a strap-on. And Facebook just opened up to all of us. So there was still hope. We were all locked in after prom. Basically, the deal was you could go to this after party, which is this huge mansion. And this huge mansion has been around. It's called Waveney Park. It's been around since the 1800s. It's a gorgeous, not fully Downton Abbey, maybe like a quarter the size of Downton Abbey. So to incentivize us to go to this huge mansion, they um, they had all different activities. So there was one room. It, we all had, quote, fake money that we could use to kind of gamble. And one room, you stand in a box and you grab at little pieces of paper and then you can trade those in for prizes another room they had frogs that you could race so it's a bunch of frogs on the table and you pick one and then you bet money of how fast the frog will go and then um they have um you know different auctions and stuff like that and then at the end of the night they auction off big prizes so you have to stay till the end to get the big prizes and keep in mind my town, again, wealthiest of the wealthiest. So, you know, my prom king is the son of the CEO and chairman of JetBlue. Okay, like they're doing great. So the prizes at the end of the night, that one of them was a round trip ticket around the world, unlimited stops. Um, there were like mini fridges. I think my boyfriend at the time, my high school boyfriend won a mini fridge and a BMW bike, which I don't know why BMW makes bikes. It was probably like a giveaway when someone buys a car at the dealership that some da- someone's dad owned. Um and yeah, I think I won a basket of vineyard vines clothes. So I didn't make out that great. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like this big plan just to stop us from doing anything inappropriate. Prom after party. That's the ticket, right? That's like consummating a marriage, right? If you're not going to a legit prom after party, what are we doing here? You're just going to a middle school dance at that point, right? So all of our friends, all of our friends, like our group, right? 
they had a house that uh, had no parents there, and they were having like the big prom after party. And I'm not even kidding. These are like legit my, my good friends. Like I'm friends with some of them still now as an adult. This was like my group, and they just didn't they didn't invite us. <laughs> they, they, we just weren't invited. I don't know. Like they were like, oh, you know, we were hanging out the prom. Like we did that thing where we did pictures together. We all rode together, and then um, they were just like, oh yeah, for for whatever reason, we don't want to hang out with you tonight. You know. The rest of our lives, we can hang out. You know, our kids, as we grow up, we can they can hang out and stuff. But um, just for tonight, for whatever reason, we don't want to hang out with you. So we had to find a party of just um, people that we didn't really know. And it was like a bonfire. And I, uh, you know, I'm 17 at the time. I was not very good at uh, drinking. Like you, when you're that young, you do this thing where you just drink ingredients. You know, you're like, I'll just... Uh, I don't know, can I just chug a bottle of Kahlua? I'll just do, yeah, I'll just chug a bottle of Kahlua. And I was just drinking ingredients. Like, I think I just drank straight cheap vodka out of a bottle. And I was sitting the entire time at the bonfire. Um, Everybody had tents pitched to sleep in the tents. Like, it was like some big field. I don't know. I don't know how to, it sounds like, it sounds like I'm from like Alabama. We were in a big field, bonfire, we're chugging, you know, hard liquor, couple pigs. Um, and then, so we didn't, we didn't have sex. I know that's big with prom. We didn't have sex, but we then did, we did go into our tents together and we zipped it up. And I, the only thing I remember is being so drunk that during the middle of the night, I had to, um, I had to go pee. But I couldn't find the zipper of the tent to open up. And I'm just like, I'm like, a, I'm like a raccoon stuck in a trash bag looking for the sides of the, you know, the tent and everything and trying to find my way out. And there was definitely a point where I was just like, oh, it's cool if I pee in the tent. Like there's drainage or something. Like, I don't know. You're drunk. So you're like, oh, yeah, that's drainage. This is, a, this is like, oh, it's a Coleman tent. We got this at Dick's. There's drainage, you know. They got the pee. Of course, they. Of course, there'd be drainage in there. But no, tents are just. They're just plastic tombs. They're, you know, they're, they're waterproof. The whole point is that they're fucking waterproof. But um, just as I'm about to pee, somebody else must have heard me panicking and acting like a, a just a rabid animal trapped in a snare. And they opened up the. Uh, they opened up the zipper for me, and I got to go pee. And. Um, yeah, so that was prom, and that relationship didn't work. I, mean, I don't blame the cheating. I just blame that we never learned that dance move correctly. So looking back, do I regret not going to prom, at least like stag or anything? Not really. Not really, no. I feel like the prom experience happens after prom at the parties. I guess their prom song was Here's to the Night by Eve Six, so it would have been fun to see just how the fuck anybody could actually dance to that song. But other than that, eh. Who cares? But I will leave you with a happy ending. Uh, over the past couple years, I've become a live DJ doing events and weddings and such. And I actually got invited to DJ my old high school's prom that year. And here's the thing. What I learned about proms is that they are super boring. Oh, my God. They're lame. They're so lame. And here's why. Proms have prom committees, which also work with teachers to create a school-sanctioned party. That is an equation for just absolute lameness. 
The food's boring, the decorations are boring, and the music that they want to be played is boring, too. Like, teachers come up with a do-not playlist that they think is like, oh, these songs are way too raunchy. And the do-not playlist they sent me was six pages longer than the must playlist that the prom committee had come up with. And the prom committee songs were just brutal as well. This undanceable music. And that's not the prom committee's fault. That's all young people. Young people don't know dance music whatsoever, what they think they do, and that's TikTok. That's what TikTok is now. It's it's stupid. Like, really, these kids don't know what dance music is. They just, they're like, I just want to hear my favorite songs so I can sing along to them while, you know, taking a selfie video for Snapchat or Instagram or whatever the shit these kids are using. They don't like to dance, actually. They really do request the worst music ever, and they don't understand that they're at a school party, a school-sanctioned party. Like, they come up to my table, and they'll be like, hey, can you play all of that ass by by Lil Pee Pee or whatever the hell rappers are called nowadays? And I'll be like, no, I can't. I can't play all that ass by Lil Pee Pee. And they'll go, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. And they'll come back later with, like, a screenshot from Spotify. They're like, can you play this song instead? And then the song is... Can I eat that ass by Lil Pee Pee? And it's like, are you screwing me at this point? But I'll end on this. My favorite prom request of all time comes from this uh, little white girl. We'll call her New Ashley. She came up to the booth complaining, like, you got to stop playing such old music. This, this music is from when I was a kid. Bitch, these songs were from four years ago, and you were a kid four years ago. Amazing. Simply amazing. And then she asked me if I could play... Eat that ass by little pee pee, and I just played it. On the way to prom, my friend Peter, his dad let him borrow his Aston Martin so you know he could take his date and like it'd be super fancy at going to prom. Um, but it stalled out <laughs> in the driveway, so we're all outside just taking pictures. Everyone's parents are there, and then it just he tries to leave and it stalls out and ruins the the moment of it. I remember at one point I was walking at prom, just you know walking to get like a drink or something, and my friend was spinning out the girl he was his date. Um, you know, like how you spin out and do that romantic bend backwards and kiss. So that was his plan. Um, but as he bent her backwards to kiss her, I was walking by and she just struck me straight on. So we both collapsed on the floor and uh, he had to, he, he was like, oh my God, are you okay? And luckily we were both fine, but it was just a funny uh, thing. And then after prom, so the band that played at prom is the best band in Fairfield County. Um, they've won that, which, I mean, it's Fairfield County, but hey, that is still a big deal. Uh, and later, my dad would be roommates with them. So uh, my dad lived with our prom band. I don't really have vivid, exciting memories of the actual prom. Other than I remember I, I had a crush on someone else and I spent most of the time trying to make it look like I wasn't involved with my date because I I wanted to look or, or at least appear available. What a jerk, right? Hey, do you want to pay to come to my prom where I'll ignore you for half the time? I was a real charmer. There was dancing and overcooked chicken a weird buffet so we could pretend we were adults for the evening. And I don't know what time the, the event was supposed to go to, but I remember it was maybe an hour or two into it when my limo was like, we're leaving. 
Everybody, let's go. And I was appalled. I don't want to leave. I paid money to be here. This is my good Salvation Army suit. I paid $125 to be here. I'm, I'm going to stay, and I'm going to eat this dried-out raspberry tart. I don't care that it wasn't made fresh at the convention center. It was clearly bought at the Topps Bakery section, and I'm going to eat it. I made my limo wait for about 15 minutes. I was taking a stand, but not a very big one. But everybody wanted to go. They wanted to go to the after party. This is where the expectations get blown way out of proportion. After party. After prom. This is the night. I'm expecting huge party. Parents are probably, I don't know, somewhere in Barcelona. They can't come home early. There's going to be a pool. There's going to be beer. There's going to be sex. There's going to be sex in a pool full of beer. And no, there was none of that. We were just in Laura's basement watching a couple people play beer pong and giggling when the tall kid hits his head on the drop ceiling. And again, this this party is made up of all the people who were in my limo. I don't even think they liked me, but they let me come to the party because I had money. That was very sweet of them. Or at least uh, the girl who was hosting. Thanks, Laura. I had a lovely evening. I, honestly, I did have a lovely evening. Not at the, the, the prom or anything like that, but... The end of the night, the best part of my high school prom experience was everyone is in the basement, quote, partying, while I went upstairs and fell asleep in a big lazy boy chair with a small dog between my legs and a big Labrador next to the chair. Although the lab did start to snore and it woke me up a little bit. And then her cat jumped on the back of the chair and I thought, well, here's an opportunity. So I gave a little nudge to the cat who fell on the Labrador, woke him up. He stopped snoring. Me and the little dog went back to bed. Honest, I don't know why I was talking so down about proms. I feel like I had a great time. What a lovely evening. So I cannot think about prom without thinking about prom DJs, which brings us to fast forward to 2019. Uh, me and my sketch comedy team were putting a show together that's themed on proms. Uh, it went up at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater here in New York for a couple shows. It did not get an extended run. And then now a year later, uh, the UCB Theater in New York is uh, just shut down. So, hey, you do the math. Um, but my favorite sketch I wrote for that show was about a prom DJ uh, with a little uh, side hustle. And it went a little something like this. Alright, Harrisburg High School, this is DJ 00 Kevin, and I've been playing songs for you all night long. Is everyone having a good time? Make some noise! Okay, coming up, we've got that slow dance, but first I'd like to do something a little different and perform an original song. That's DJ 00 Kevin, and this is the world premiere of my track. It's prom, baby. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, it's me, DJ Double O. I'm here at prom, and this is my song. Check it out. Mic check, okay. When I'm on the mic, you just got to dance. Shake your legs, yeah, shake your pants. I'm the best DJ with many awards. Also, I collect antique swords. 
All right, Harrisburg High School, this is the best night of your lives. I want to see you sweat. DJ Double O Kevin. Here we go. It's prom time, baby, so here we go. Get on the dance floor and let them know just what you want, because I ain't blaming you. Swords were invented in Mesopotamia. Hey, it's Double O here. Remember in the song when I mentioned swords? Yeah, if any of you high schoolers buy or sell swords, please hit me up pretty much right now. The history of swords is long and varied. So many cultures, it's almost scary. When I'm holding a sword, I am never bored. So here is a list of my favorite swords. Short swords, long swords, broad swords, katana swords, rapier swords, scimitar swords. My favorite movie is Kill Bill. Alright kids, don't forget to cast your vote for Prom King and Queen by the Concessions. Alright, to the bridge. Scientists believe around 50 million people have been killed by swords. Now put your hands in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. I care a lot about my swords. One sword I have is called Zanmadao, an ancient Chinese sword used for killing horses. I use it to cut watermelons. There are many things I like to do with swords, things such as protecting my family or holding a sword while I browse the internet. My favorite website is swords.com. Here we go. It's prom, baby. I want y'all to look at your date the same way I would look at a tungsten carbide blade. Sexually. Swords with my money. Swords with my model. I got a YouTube channel where we cut up water bottles with swords. I've got 15 subscribers, but I'm also a DJ in case you forgot. Alright, kids. Get ready. Two. King Arthur had a cool sword. Naval officers have a cool sword. The cat from Shrek has a cool-ass sword. Dance, dance, dance. At this point in the sketch, because it's a video thing, he pull, he pulls out a sword. Um, I didn't really think this, this won't play on audio at all. Uh, anyway, imagine he just uh, pulled out a sword um, and then said something like, Whoa, sorry kids, I'm being told it's super not okay for me to have this real-life beautiful weapon at a school event. I see police officers are now here, um, before I head out. My PT Cruiser Outback is full of swords, I'll be there, so just email me at kevin at swords.com, and here's my favorite slow jam. Alright, there it is. Crowdsource Stories. Very first one. High school prom. Thanks to Kyle Irf. Thanks to Dalton Castle, Shane Allen, Kristen Van Nest, all for contributing to this episode. Please find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Play. Let's uh, let's get some subscriptions on this bad boy, and uh, we'll see you again next week for Crowdsource Stories. 